0: Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies, a weekly podcast following four friends as they battle across a homebrewed world called Antiriath in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Step into our mystical world, called Antiriath, and follow our party of three dummies as they adventure across the lands. Talit Grug, half-orc, half-mystery, the fighter, played by Taylor. Knock Greenleaf, the halfling rogue, with a penchant for taking things that don't belong to him, played by Josh, and the ever-mysterious Eclarian Shadow, half-elf-ranger from the Eclarian Mountains, played by Seth. And last but not least, the creator of our beautiful world, the man of many voices and our dungeon master, Sam. Oh my God, I say it so much. My mother-in-law made like a Mardi Gras meal. Oh, fun. What, like what? She made gumbo and red beans and rice and bread pudding. Oh man.
1: I made gumbo the other day. Like, like I still have some in the fridge.
0: It was good. She just did chicken and sausage because Meredith has got a shellfish allergy now.
1: Yeah, it sucks so bad.
0: Developed Didn't allergies. Mean. If I developed an allergy to shrimp, I might off myself.
1: No! <laughs> it's
0: like my number one favorite food. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Always has been.
1: Good stuff. I, I like it, but it's definitely not my number one favorite. You don't have to worry about me looking at your fucking computer screen at all because, because it'll make you motion sick. Throw up all over your keyboard. <laughs> I don't even realize I'm doing it. I was just—I was literally just going a d a d w a d a d a d, spinning the mouse while moving the mouse all over the place. It's an atrocity. I also keep my menu up all the time, which I assume y'all don't have your menu up most of the time. I have it up a lot. Do you? What's even on y'all's menu? All that. Oh, they actually set a thing where y'all cannot see the uh, the board list anymore. Mm. So now y'all can't cruise through and get clues.
0: This I'm was- going to roll in Tailspire. Yeah. You I always just gotta forget. Do, you just got to do the math, but it's not hard. Not every time, but I'm going to do it some. All right, let's get into it. Okay. Let's, in light. let's get into it.
1: All right, well, I guess
0: we should start with a recap. Yes, please. let to start with a recap? Recap. Recap.
1: The seventh of harvest at 10:30 a.m., we entered the Kretok Inn um, to speak with Platt. And Platt says that the moles have exhibited issues with lightning and thunder. So she also says that she has seen the druid talking to Gold. So that's an- another indication of where the druid has been. He's been talking to Gold, the head of the tr- Kretok camp. Um so we took a long rest there in in the Preetok Inn. And then the next day we found Fenton and Barnaby, his his giant mole. And Fenton know uh, knows of the Druid also. So um, at 7 p.m. we set out with Fenton to find the Kobolds. Uh, we began navigating the labyrinth and Shadow sent a giant goat to investigate the maze of
0: tunnels secret agent goat spy
1: secret agent goat spikes and found some some spike pits i remembered what they were called later but now i forgot again bungee sticks bungee sticks yeah um so shadow also sensed an aberration somewhere um, with his uh hunter sense Um, An axe trap swings through and Shadow dodges it, but the giant goat is cleaved in half. Talek takes the lead and we enter a room full of fire beetles. But luckily we all pass our stealth rolls and we snuck through that place. Um, This note says, Talek tosses disappearing cocaine as we hear
0: voices. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, exactly what I did. I had a disappearing dodge that (laughs) we all went invisible.
1: Uh, oh yeah okay and so then we crept up and Talik hears some kobolds arguing about what's up ahead uh, at which point a black pudding drops on the kobolds mm. we got rolled into initiative but Shadow ran the fuck away um, and Body Knock and Fenton followed him Talik ran down and kills a lone fleeing kobold and then backtracked and caught up with us at which point we head down some tracks and what appears to be another labyrinth type area and we tried to open a chest but a tongue shoots out and sticks to Talek (laughs) because it's a fucking mimic. Um, At that point, Shadow pumps a couple of arrows into the mimic and Talek finishes it off. Um, So then we head down the winding passage and move towards the west. Um, And so this is about midnight on the 8th of harvest.
0: And we saw some cave paintings depicting dragons and stuff, we think we're getting near the cobalt build. Well yeah, yeah,
1: so the next note was was that we saw some chalk drawings on the wall of dragons. Um, Shadow does not sense any more aberrations, but we start hearing the sounds of activity up ahead. The aberration possibly was the black pudding. Um, at which point we had Shadow sees a tripwire leading through the rocks. So we all avoid the tripwire. And um, as we enter into the kobold encampment here in these caves, we decide to
0: try diplomacy with the kobolds, and that's where we we left it. And we We just walk uh, right in, and they see us and everything. Yep, so y'all walked
1: in, and a couple of kobolds were just kind of like startled by y'all just waltzing right in. And, uh, yeah, they're like, um, they immediately point their spears at you and uh, shout out in and You're
2: like,
1: <laughs> um, and Talik, you know that they're saying um, stop right there. Stop right there. We'll kill you where you stand.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. OK, OK. We don't want any trouble. Um, do you respond in common or Draconic? In Draconic. OK.
1: They're like, they look at they look you guys over Um, a little bit and then they see Fenton standing in the back and they kind of look at they take a a look at him and they say
0: Who are you? What do you want Uh, in common? Talik? Well, we've come to discuss making peace between you guys and the Kretoks. So at that point Fenton will kind of step forward
1: a little bit. He'll be like Ah My name's Fenton, and I'm the chief's son. I'm here to parlay on our behalf. And uh, the kobolds will kind of look at each other. They'll be like, We're going to take you to to Master Gilnarn. Come with us. And one of them will kind of like start walking forward, and the other one will kind of move to the side so he can get behind you guys.
0: Take me to your leader. (laughs)
1: So you guys walk through this camp. I'll kind of describe the camp as you're walking in. So there's, like I said, there's there's noise and activity. You can definitely hear um, chatter, and you actually hear like children playing and stuff. But there's a an awkward hushness over this place. And as you're walking through, you see almost like a shanty town set up. There's hastily constructed um, tents and. You know a lot of places there's not even tents there's just bed rolls out on the ground and the the kobolds in here there's just a mess of kobolds i mean there's probably over 100 kobolds in this place um at different and they're all kind of it's like one big long cave and so most of the kobolds are up on the sides and so as you guys are walking through the middle uh a lot of the, the chatter that's close to the edge of the, the cliffs as you're walking down quiets down as kobolds will run up and peer over the edge at you guys and you can kind of see them peeking over from, you know, 15 feet above or whatever. And as you reach towards the end of the hallway, there's some crystals that light up the back corner here and you hear coughing and you see several kobolds laying around in the uh on beds in this area and a couple of kobolds with like um masks on going around tending to these guys that appears to be the their you know quick sick bay hmm. and the the guards will stop at the bottom of a ladder here and say you go out meet Gilnarn." Gilnarn Gidl- all right Giddle Narn here it is Seth. well that's a problem those that there's too many consonants in that <laughs> word <laughs> well it's it's draconic so
0: <laughs> um and he motions to the the ladder all right boys what do you say let's go meet this fella
1: all right then Shadow come comes right the up eyes. behind Fenton It'll So, um, Finn kind of nervously steps up, and there's... You see several people standing around a fire here, and one of them is uh, clearly the chief. He's decked out in a full outfit of, um, bone armor, like head to toe. I'm gonna drop into the Discord. He's got... A mask on, of like a full bone mask, and he's got like a um, bone male basically all over his little kobold body. And then standing next to him is uh, just a couple of you know average looking kobolds. But then there's also this uh, much more sophisticated looking female kobold who's wearing much finer clothing than the rest of them and is carrying a uh, staff that just one glance and it appears to be magical without really having to do any checks or anything. You can you can feel the energy coming off of her. And uh, he looks at you guys coming up the stairs, the one in the bone armor, and then he looks back over to the, the woman and she speaks and says This is Master Gilnar our ruler king of the cobalt here under the mountain who might you be? We are but travelers seeking passage through these mountains and we came to find out that that you and Fenton's people here seem to be having some type of problem after generations of peace and we are just hoping to maybe help resolve that indeed yes uh, like my friend here said I I had hoped that we could end the, the violence between our peoples and find a, a mutually agreeable outcome it seems that y'all are open to parlay so tell us what what, uh, what can we do And so we're actually... We've got some mechanics here to do a little uh, social encounter. So we're actually going to go in turn order. Everybody kind of give their pitch. That's the word I'm looking for. And then make a roll. And so you can use several different skills. uh, Really anything that you can argue for what the skill should be. But I've got written down, you know, history, insight, performance, persuasion, intimidation, deception... Um, obviously, there could be consequences depending on how you're using those particular skills. But basically, there's a certain number of failures that they're willing to endure and a certain number of successes to be able to find a peaceful resolution. Uh, so with that said, Master Gittelnarn is is going to go first, and he's going to speak in Draconic and... So he's going to (laughs) say And then The other one Whose mistress Rinkasha will Translate it into common But Tala you, you would have known this right out the gate He says The great wall has failed And Our village has been overrun We were forced out of our home
0: this is all that is left of our people. Talit, you're up first. I'd like to try a investigation check and ask him about the Grey Village and where they live and, and who's overrun them. Can I do that? Make me roll. Okay, I got a 12. Are you asking in Draconic? Yeah, I'll ask him in Draconic. I'm
1: gonna say if you ask in draconic, you can roll with advantage. Okay. So roll, just roll it again. Okay,
0: it's still a twelve.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> so something about the way that you say, maybe you didn't quite get your draconic right, but he responds with, "Do you believe us not to be warriors, incapable of defending our homes?" And you feel like you you said something a little bit wrong and seem to have implied that. They weren't able to protect their home, and so, you know, you, you don't think well of them, and that that seems to offend him.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm naive of the ongoings outside of Mech-Zim and lately uh, Iliatak and, and the area east of the Coppertone Mountains. But sorry, so no 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 intention to offend Mr. So he, Gildnard. He just kind of breathes
1: the sigh and looks to to the next one of you. What questions do you have, little one? Uh, and the mistress will translate it as he speaks it in Draconic. And he looks to body map.
2: Would it not be beneficial to work together with the other creatures in this cave to protect what you have left of your home?
1: Okay, uh, what you want to use? That sounds like a persuasion to me.
2: We'll go persuasion, I guess, and roll that.
1: Yeah, I like it.
2: May 19. So he uh
1: he smiles at the the way that it must be relayed to him through Mistress Rinkasha. She kind of pretties up your words, it seems, and he says, Is there an offer here to be made that you that the Kretoks would help us? For years we have minded our own and they minded theirs. And uh I'll I'll defer to Fenton now. Fenton will jump in here and reply. He says, We Kretoks are not great warriors, but we would do whatever we could in order to make our home safe. If it troubles you, then it will eventually trouble us. We have a symbiotic relationship. He's going to use history to talk about Oh, wow. And he got a natural 20.
0: All right. There you go, Fenton. So,
1: you know, somewhere in his speech, he probably talks about some ancient chieftains of old that were, that they recognize the names and are impressed that he knows the names of their previous chieftains. Shadow, what do you have to say?
2: We're kicking with gas, boys.
1: (laughs) Oh, great and noble chieftain. I hear your words and I know that I'm not worried, worthy of standing in your stead, but if you would have me, I would see to it that I would put myself in your shoes and go and try to deal with what has happened at this wall you speak of and see it for myself. What was it? Twelve. Oh, I came through as a twelve. So, he'll stand up to that and say and the the mistress will speak she'll say he says once again you insult our ability to defend our home what is it that you hope to accomplish here do you want to help or do you simply come to cast slurs upon us and then it'll be her turn and she'll sweet social skills guys (laughs) she'll she'll turn to you guys and say You came here to parlay with us, with a small group. I do not believe your intentions to be hateful. However, you must understand, we would not simply abandon our home, were it not that an overwhelming force came and took it from us.
2: Gang, gang, lady, let's take this shit back then.
0: Furbacks are strong. They're not easily defeated. Who is it that you speak of? Who are these furbacks?
1: A Master Gildenarm will chime in and Draconic, and he'll say, from the deep dark long ago, they lived on the surface, but were driven down, down, down. Now they come back, come back to take and to kill. No joy left in them. No family, no honor, only killing. Um, why don't you guys make me a probably history check
0: I got a 9
1: what did you get Taylor? 9 9 not, you go ahead and make one also uh, 19, uh, I think it was 19 yeah 19, okay so you're thinking back to your ancient history of of the world and you're like furbacks what could they be talking about Um, and then you're she translates over what he said about them once being on land and being drowned down 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 and you realize that the only thing that they could possibly be talking about is a Quoagoth, which long, long ago were a, you know, sapient species that roamed on top of the... on top of the... you know, on the surface. Just tribe-dwelling nocturnal creatures. But uh, the elves drove them deep into the mountains and drove them down all the way into the Underdark And there they were twisted by the dark evils that exist in the Underdark. And now have completely lost all of their humanity and are basically just evil. Big ol' assholes. Yeah, big ol' assholes. Fairly intelligent
0: creatures. And how close to, to where we are... Now are are these people that you speak of, Master Gilnarn?
1: Yeah, so look, go ahead and and make me a, a role. roll. You could use something with your battle master. Do you have something where you have like tactics in battle mastery? I feel like you should have some sort of
0: skill that uses that. No, not necessarily. Um, okay, just. Just make me a, an intelligence roll
1: with your proficiency. Because, like, as Battlemaster, I feel like you're kind of talking tactics. And that should come across well. And what is my proficiency? Should be a three right now. Okay. Yeah, just, just roll your intelligence and then add your proficiency bonus to it. You can just do it manual.
0: You roll it in Tailspire. Okay, I don't have an intelligence. Intelligence is... That's not the skill, that's just the mod.
1: Right, so you can just roll the... an intelligence check without it being associated with a skill.
0: Gotcha. So it's negative one, and then add three. Okay, so plus two. Okay. Alright, twenty. Okay. So, he says uh, in Draconic
1: that they have a forward battlement uh, set up just north of their village. How far is it? Probably a quarter mile from here down a path and then they've got their battlement set up in a cave opening there and then there's another path beyond that to get to the
0: village. Since it's the same role, I want to keep talking to him and, and ask him, how many of them and how overmatched he thinks that the Kobolds are. So he'll say when they broke through that
1: they only saw a couple dozen of them, but they are very large and strong. And despite the Kobolds fierce fighting,
0: they were unprepared and were routed. Hmm. Okay. I, I, Are we gonna how many more rounds are we gonna be able to talk? You only lose time if you have failures. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Body Knock talk. Alright,
2: Body Knock. Uh can you describe their tactics whatsoever? Make me a
1: insight roll. Fourteen. Fourteen? Okay. Um, So he nods, he says, (laughs) And she explains, Master Gidelnarn is pleased. Now we're getting somewhere. Their tactics are barbaric. They're brutal. There's no finesse to them. It's smash and bash. Straightforward. Do you have a, a plan? Small one. We appreciate cunning here in the Cobalts.
2: The information is good. It, it'll help us develop our plan. I'm not sure what that is yet.
1: Okay. Fenton says so he'll step forward and ask he'll say we uh, we would be willing to help but how much time do we have? Are your forward battlements holding? And the gal respond. And he'll pound his chest. And uh, Mistress Rinkash will say, Our soldiers are proud and loyal. They will not let it fall. Not 20 again again for Fenton. Hell yeah.
2: That boy Fenton.
1: Yeah. Shadow, what do you got? So... Shadows just going to be like, with all humility, Chief Narn and then he's going to plant his glaive, the butt of his glaive in the ground, and do a handstand, holding on to the top of the glaive, and then land, and then say, "Use us in your forward battlements." Okay, make me an acrobatics check. Yeah, that was my intention. <laughs> and then I think that's good. Just make me an acrobatics check. Let's just it'll all determine. 14, 14. Okay. All right. So you, uh, so you do your, your flashy little move and, uh,
0: he,
1: he, you know, you're already standing. These are kobolds, right? So he's pretty big for a kobold. So he's four feet tall, right? So you're standing a couple feet taller than him, And then you do that and you're literally, you know, the bottom of you is two arms lengths from where, two two kobolds from where he's standing and so you land back down with a and just the the weight and mass of you know a full size half elf versus the kobolds he says "Mm, perhaps their size will not be quite as much of a threat to you he says it's agreed then we'll work together to reclaim our home I will send my best warriors with you and he takes his uh, a one of couple of bones off of his belt and bangs them together like, and it kind of echoes throughout the cave. And then you there's a bit of a pause, and then the entire cave goes as there's just like everybody claps in unison, and then they just all start going. Jeez. and Finn's kind of like looking around like oh shit and he takes a step forward to you guys and he pulls off two more bones and then he reaches out to hand each of you one bone from his armor and Mr. Vinkasha says by taking the bones you become part of our tribe Oh, like you've been in a cobalt tribe
0: before? I'm willing to try, and I step up and grab one.
1: And then by this point, um, you know, with all the, the noise and commotion and stuff, several cobalts have gathered around. You can kind of feel the eyes peering on you, peeking over from, from rocks and stuff. And as each of you, uh, Body Knock, do you reach forward and grab one as well? Yeah, give me that bone, baby. So Fenton's the last one to... Casually, or not casually, to uh, anxiously reach up and take the final bone from him, and as he does, it's just like silent for a second, and then everybody just starts like cheering with their raspy kobold voices. There's like,
0: <sighs> "Hey, Fenton, how quick can you get word back to the Kreetog village to get some backup for us from your tribe?" Fenton says, "I think we ought to be able to do that,
1: but we should probably get out of here before we do it. We don't want to cause a scene.
0: How about some of those lightning uh, moles? That could be a good show of <laughs> of uh, friendship between you two guys." Yeah, I like
1: where your head's at, and he'll uh, he'll burrow underground a little bit, and then you'll you can't really hear much over all the kobolds, but you can almost feel in your feet little tremors, like a little signal, uh, like an SOS, like a bop, 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 bop. And then after a second, Finn pops back up and he looks to Mistress Rinkasha and is like, you guys uh, might wanna spread out a little bit. And he takes a few steps back and then you feel a rumbling underneath you as a um creature comes bursting up out of the floor yeah yeah and you you guys <laughs> recognize this one with the markings on it and stuff this one in particular is barnaby barnaby and all the the kobolds are kind of like rah, rah. master Gittlenarn's big toothy smile just grins and he nods his head as you guys are ready to go take off take on some forces. He says, and it gets translated to, my captains will take you to the forward encampments. You can follow them. Oh, Barnaby, I think you and Starlight would get along just fine. (laughs) Barnaby kind of was snuggling up against Fenton, and he leans over and nuzzles up against you. You feel a little Pikachu spark from his little cheek sacks. Cheek sacks! (laughs) Okay, so yeah, you guys want to head out of the old cavey? Alright, so you guys go back out the way you came in and you probably don't remember, but Y'all had come down and actually come to a, like, four-way crossroad where you could keep going straight, you could turn right, or you could turn left. And y'all chose to turn right, and you came down here. So you go back out to the main way and turn right now, so basically continue the way you would have continued if you had just kept going from where you came from. Y'all have done a pretty good check, so y'all y'all know where you're at at that crossroads. So you're headed south now, and you go south for a ways. Like I said, it's it's a good walk. It's probably a quarter mile or so of a walk before you get to a T, and you can go left or you can go right. And the kobolds that are leading you guys lean to the right and say this way. Uh, they actually say it in in common. And you'll walk for just a little while, you know, maybe another couple minutes, and you come out into a another cave
0: opening. Shadow, what did Gildnarn call these things?
1: Well, he called them furbacks, but we think he's talking about those daggum quagoth some bitches.
0: Hmm, I'm not familiar. I guess I'm about to find out.
1: Yeah, body knock was kind of giving you all the briefing and kind of giving you all the history of that they, that the elves drove them down and he kind of, you know, says it without trying to to look at Shadow too much, I assume. Or maybe he wants to say Shadow's a big, fat, ugly asshole. I actually don't know what Bonnie would say.
2: Eh, I'm indifferent.
1: (laughs) Um, So yeah, you guys make your way in... And you find a camp with even more hastily constructed setups and arrangements than a lot less stuff. And so the previous one, I didn't really tell you guys, but it was mostly women and children in the other encampment. Whereas this one, you can tell this is their warriors. Uh, It's mostly strong fit kobolds, as fit as a kobold in a cave can be. They're actually, like, doing drills over uh, to to your right as you enter into the cavern. And, um, you know, several of them are milling around, getting food or whatnot. You actually hear some commotion way off in the back. It sounds like there's some, for lack of a better word, tinkering going on. They've got some little, you hear hammer sounds and the sounds of equipment banging and stuff. While they're walking, Shadow kind of strolls over where Talik and Bodyknock can both hear him and he's just saying okay guys, I don't know what the threat is down here but we need to identify it quickly and get rid of it so that we can make our way to the druid because I don't know what the druid's got going on. I don't know what may be happening to him or what he may be doing but I don't feel like we have a lot of time to waste down here in this cave.
0: Yeah, I've I've got a little bit of a soft spot for our little scaly friends. I I never knew that I could understand Draconic, either. (laughs) Always nice to learn something new, isn't it there, big guy? Yeah, bizarre. (laughs) So,
1: these guys bring you up to... uh who appears to be the, the person in charge. And all the kobolds are, like, eyeing you guys as you walk in with a couple of kobold guards. Y'all had to step over a few traps on the way here. They pointed out a couple of, like, stones that they said, don't step on that stone and, like, pointed to the roof and stuff. And uh, by the time you guys get here, everybody's eyeing you and that you walk up to whoever seems to be in charge and he'll to one of the other guys and uh, Talik will understand. He's like, what are you doing? Who have you brought to our camp? And the guy will respond and say that in Draconic that Master Gidelnarn sent them here to help us to clear out
0: the Quilgoths. Yeah, I'll step up and be like, we're here to help with the little furry problem you've got.
1: He'll kind of look you guys up and down and look up at the... So there appears to be this wall built rather hastily and shoddily out of just stone and, like, random timbers and bone and all sorts of... Just whatever junk they could find just piled up, create a little wall, and there's... A kobold or two patrolling it and looking off down to the uh, southeast cavern that leads out of or passage that leads out of this cavern, and he'll look back at you guys and say, "Be our guests in uh, in common," and kind of gesture that way. And the uh, the other kobold will step forward and say, "Master Gideon says." We are to fight together and help them. All right, so where's Shadow starts looking for a way to step up on top of the ramparts and look over the top. Okay, so yeah, it's um, pretty easy to climb up, and you you peer over, and it's just a dark hallway leading off to the next area. Uh, the kobold you step up next to kind of looks up at you, and he's, he could barely overhear what you guys are saying. He says has been quiet
0: for two days. Look, I'm going to talk to this kobold in front of me and and reach out my hand and be like, Talek, Grug, are you the leader of the warrior encampment here? He says, I named
1: Shripshla. I'm in charge of this, this platoon here. Whatever the kobold equivalent would be. My men are ready to help. I can send a small group with you. The rest of us can stay here to defend, should y'all rile them up. Talek? ask him when the last time he's seen one of these things is. I don't see shit up here.
0: What, what was it, shrimp slop? shrimp slop? When's the last time you've seen these uh, Quay Goths? The Fairbacks haven't attacked our walls in two days.
1: Where'd they go? I assume they're just... pillaging our village. Enjoying the fruits.
0: There's much there. Much good. Much to enjoy. I'm gonna look to them, and... I wanna try and... Well, I'm gonna roll first. I'm gonna try and run a persuasion check. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and roll just so I can see how good my speech is. Okay, I got an 18. So I'm going to look to him and be like, what was your name again, soldier? <laughs> Trip clock. This is the time to fight. This is the time to, to rouse all of your men and send them with us. We've brought help from the Cree talks. This is the time to align yourselves with the Cree talks. We're more powerful together than we are separate. Let's bring all of your able men in this camp and let's, let's take these guys out once and for all. So he'll look at the couple of guards that you sent with
1: him and he'll look at his men and the guards you sent with him will kind of nod and he'll look back at some of his grunts that are standing by the fire and you can see their wet eyes glistening in the fire and they also, they grit their teeth and like grip tightly on their little bone daggers and they nod to him as well and he says he looks down and he sees the the bone kind of tucked in your belt and he looks across and sees that all of you have one and so he reaches up he puts down his club and reaches out a claw to you in like a arm up bro
0: handshake offer yeah like a uh, uh, predator handshake <laughs> Like a half hug, <laughs> yeah, and you and so son of a bitch, I put my <laughs> hand up to him, so
1: he'll take it and he'll come into you, and he's so much smaller than you, right? Like he's he's like a child to you as you pull, he pulls up to you and he claps as high as he can on you, and like gets up next to you, underneath your other arm. He says, "We fight together, brother." So while that's going on, shadows looking out of the corner of his eye, and kind of smiling, amused to him. That Talik has found him, so, some kindred spirits, and uh, he just kind of calmly tosses a fuzzball from his rust bag of tricks down next to him on the top of the ramparts, and out pops a giant goat.
0: <laughs> ah, <laughs> Another giant goat, goat baby! <laughs> oh, fucking giant goats, man! And I, I, uh, I put my arm around this guy, uh, shrimpslop. And I put my arm around his shoulder and I lift him up off the ground. Okay. <laughs> he's like, I set, then I, then he's got kind of like, well, I set him back down. Like, <laughs> Let's do it.
1: Okay. He takes out a, uh, a bone and clacks it together twice, just like the leader did. And all the other kobolds start to come over towards you guys. And you've got like a little kobold army
0: here. Tolix like really feeling full of himself. I'm gonna take my greatsword and put up in the, put it up in the air above my head and be like,
2: hoo, hoo,
0: See if they'll do it with me." And they'll, kah, kah, they'll clap
1: their hands. All this is still going on, and Shadow reaches down and casts Beast Sense on the giant goat.
0: Oh boy, here he goes again. All right, br- all right, my new brother, stand back.
1: <laughs> and just yeets the giant goat off the ramparts and sprints down the hallway just full fucking speed. Actually, in fact, I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but he's going to use the giant goat's uh, dash ability. Yeah, and and charging. And just, charging, <laughs> yeah. Just broking. <laughs> just broking down. 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 I don't imagine it just, like, tunnel vision oh, of, yeah, of a dark cave <laughs> and he's just like swooping <laughs> back and forth and like can barely see anything right because you didn't put the goggles on him last yeah. time you didn't go so he should just see like piping in front of him so it's just like like a roller coaster he's just
0: dashing through the cave i'm gonna climb the hill and grab shadow's lifeless body and drag it back down the hill back by the fire by these guys and i gonna be like just 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 hang tight. He does this all the time.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you kind of like set him down and he's just like
1: eyes glazed over. <laughs> and after a, a short run of the goat, you see a blue light up ahead, and the light gets larger and larger, and before you know it, you burst out into a large cavern with blue crystals illuminating the entire cave and it takes your big goat eyes a moment to adjust and you see a a village, a underground established village with like timber constructed buildings and, um, You know they've even got like little privacy roofs on top of them even though it's in a cave and wouldn't necessarily rain and in the center of this village you see this huge stone sculpture and the base has this very dwarven architecture to it it's very square and geometric the like lower portion that holds it up the pedestal, if you will. But then going up above that is a much rougher, think like wood carving, you know, hand wood carving, but it's made out of stone of this large, giant dragon, stone dragon statue carved and placed on top of this pedestal, um, out of the, you know, local cave limestone. And, uh, as you're looking at all this you see below you as you peer back down a battle scene of dead kobolds and these large furry beasts and they you're looking at these just like really big creatures they're not large mechanically they're they're medium but they're About as big as you can be for medium. And as you peer across these and kind of raise your eyes back up, you see two of them peek around corners and they see this goat and they wipe Uh, their uh, mouths and they take off sprinting towards the goat. think i need you to roll initiative for a goat how far away are they uh i mean y'all are like you went down a hallway you're probably at least a minute no how far away are the the Quag- Quagoths? oh like from the goat like 100 feet away okay so the goat's not gonna engage he's, he's gonna go gonna... all the other direction and just see as just much of the r- village as possible Okay. Okay. So he's he shadow's, shadows in the goat, trying thing. to slip past the kogas because there's like two on either side. Yeah, yeah. So you're trying to like dart the middle. Uh, go ahead and make me the goat's acrobatic skill check. We're gonna make it contested <laughs> to see if the kogas can grab you up anymore. I deleted. Yeah, uh, just roll. See what you get. Seven. Okay. Um, uh, I roll a twelve, and they have a. Plus one, so that's a thirteen. So I think that's gonna beat the goat. Okay. So they close in on him, and uh, they both (laughs) attack the goat. How much? Do you know how much HP he has? That's the real question. Like seventeen or fifteen. Okay, that's enough that I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna roll their both of them to hit and see. I mean, I could. Okay, one of them will hit. One of them's like a fourteen to hit, so that's definitely gonna hit. Um, so he's probably not gonna kill him in one hit. So he does. Yeah, he only does six damage. So you you take a swipe. Does nineteen. Okay, so you take a swipe and dart in as he gets a claw gashed into him. I don't. Do you feel the the pain of the goat as no. it gets clawed? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so you make it by with just a slash from one of them and uh, run into the center of the village up by the statue, and you kind of take a look around and. It's just decimation everywhere you see. Everything's just broken and destroyed, um, just completely ransacked. And as you're looking around, you just see over a dozen pairs of eyes looking at you. And then from all around the village, these Quogoths just charge in at the goat. And there's there's so many of them, there's no way the goat's going to escape. And he just gets overwhelmed. Right as the first Quogoth is about to pounce on the goat, Shadow snaps himself back into his his normal body. Shadow,
0: what'd you see? Boys, we got big fuck-off problems down that hallway. (laughs) And my goat's dead again. How many of them?
1: At least, at least 14,
2: maybe more. How many goats you got left? Two. <laughs> I, like, the huh? I like those odds. Huh? I said I like those odds. Shrimpy,
0: how do you think we stack up against 14? How do, how do your men stack up 1v1 against these bad boys? He'll, uh, he'll look across his men, and
1: you, you can tell that they're kind of scared by that report. But he'll stand up straight and tall, and he'll be like... My men can take them one-to-one. Why don't y'all make me an insight check?
0: I'm assuming he's lying, from what I know. Oh, nat 20. 19.
1: Yeah, you you, you know a frightened soldier when you see one. And these guys definitely are not... uh, Not confident. And he's not confident that they can take one-to-one. He's not even sure that... Thank Him and captains could take one to one.
0: How many men do we have here, total?
1: Oh man, you got about fifteen grunts. You got four of the you know more warrior elite types, and then you've got three of their alchemists who have come up and gotten close while y'all are talking, and uh, they they seem to have some little makeshift. Um, contraptions and and bomb type things on. Them. Okay, so so DM, how wide was the tunnel that the goat came out of? Um, it was probably like a ten foot wide tunnel, pretty much the whole way. Okay, Talek, here's what I'm thinking. hmm That tunnel's about ten foot wide at the exit. I say me and you in front with Barnaby right behind us, and the coal ball the. Of- Elites behind him, with body knock, fleeing arrows at these some bitches. We'll put them in a choke point and only have to fight two or three of them at a time. I think we turn this thing into a meat grinder.
2: Yep. Yeah, I, I was I was planning on g- gilling up somewhere at a vantage yep. point. Gilling up,
0: yeah, I love
2: it. I love it. All right,
0: so here's what we're gonna do, Shrimpy. You guys get behind me. I've got a plan. I can throw up some defensive maneuvers if we need to let's put your most badass elites including you right behind us put the grunts behind them and let's put these bomb throwers in the back and let's uh i think now's as good a time as any let's do it let's take your town back he'll relay to the guys to be like
1: slings out everybody i need everybody who's got a good arm closest to me the rest of you in the back and then i've got and then we'll have the uh, the bomb tossers in the way back. Follow these men. Those bomb tossers aren't gonna toss those bombs into the back of my head, are they? <laughs> They'll so like two of the the bomb tossers will look at a third one, and he'll just kind of like hang his head down. A little
2: bit. <laughs> can we just can we call them tossers? Just you know, tossers. Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> they're like
0: they're like they look at him. They're like. God damn it, Gary! Remember last time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> look at Tolic, It's like Talek. I hope you're right
1: about these guys. Yeah, just took a picture of y'all's little army. You have a symbol. It's freaking fantastic.
2: Hold the line.
0: Stay with me. Yeah, you like my persuasion to get them, get them all. I I love this. This is great. This is. It's gonna be really fun for you controlling all these guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. You could
0: do hey, why don't you do uh why don't you do swarm mechanics like on the grunt? Can I do
1: combat groups?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do something like that. Basically, yeah, Yeah. I'm gonna have
1: them all attack as
0: just like one roll for each group. Well, you could even say like the weak grunts, like they rush one target together. Like Well, y'all said you wanted them to stay behind you, right? Yeah, but I mean, once we get in there and it starts getting hectic. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think I'll think i just make them all work as, as
1: one big unit at a time.
0: Nice. Okay. That'll be cool. So yeah, this
1: cool. while you guys are walking down there, after y'all climb over the, the hill, uh, Fenton will kind of slip up next to you guys. And be like, what, do you, what do you guys want me to do? I, I don't know if I can fight in the front as well as you guys can. Fenton, you are a representative of your people, and you will be required to bear witness to the Cree Talks for what takes place here. So you keep yourself
2: safe. We will let you know if we need you. Hey, what if we send Fenton back for like a pre talk quick reaction force just in case? It's
0: not a bad idea. If you guys suggest that, Fenton will be like
1: no, no, I, I want to be, I want to be there for the battle. I don't want to, uh, I want to make my, my people proud. I'll, I'll be the only Kretok there. And this was agreed upon that it's, it's an alliance between us
0: and the, and the Kobolds. Okay, well, like Shadow said, keep yourself safe. Let's make sure you make it back alive. So you
1: guys are marching down the uh let me summon you guys to this board oh man i should have summoned y'all earlier so you could watch me slowly spawn in the little army that you guys have
0: oh hell yeah can you uh i know for aesthetics you want it dark but can you lighten up the lighting just a bit yeah yeah just for my pleasure oh yes yeah, pleasure me daddy is that better oh yeah that's beautiful okay
1: So, I guess you guys are, like, marching down the hallway, just like...
0: Yep. And I want to be front and center, and I've got a reason for that. Yeah, so you get down here and you see that, um, you know, you might have...
1: Your your goat eyes might have underestimated it. It's It's more like 15 feet across, maybe 20 in some places, but you can find a narrow spot that's, you know, about 15 across. A um, goat made me a liar. Well, he does have a really wide view yeah ex- you're used to predator view from human eyes yeah and he's got like prey view yeah it's an fov difference that's your experience as a goat <laughs> yeah when i have entered into a goat's body and taken <laughs> <No>. over it <laughs> that's been your experience. that's what it feels like to me you know. Right.
0: Right. wide set eyes are misleading okay oh man those evil, all, demonic Quogots. go
1: out. into one of these Quogos, then you're going to really think Predator View. Can, I, can you go into a Quogot? No. <laughs> okay. It has to be a willing beast. Thank God. <laughs> so you guys hear... Sam was concerned. You should have seen his face. <laughs> you guys hear a, uh, a snarls in the distance like... <laughs> And then you hear, uh, not quite as loud, actually rather quiet, padding of running and you see before your dark vision of uh, 60 feet comes into effect, out at like 100 feet, you just see these two reflective eyes reflecting the gems and crystals around the uh, room as you run in and it's it's time to roll initiative as you see a bunch of quogoths running at you now i thought you said it was lit up in here from when oh the was in you're here. right you're right you're right yeah your dark vision doesn't even have to work so coming in out of the yeah, shadows out of the shadows yeah coming out into the, the open where the lights are you see all these quogoths and it's basically i'll go ahead and drop the art for you guys They're imagine like a not a werewolf, but like a a white furred and like not white because it's pretty and snowy, but white because it's sickly underground colored. Um I'm large hunched creature. And it's almost got an elven face to it, but it's it's completely covered in white fur and big claws i'm choosing to picture it like a combination between it's like a, a wendigo
0: like an urukai cool,
1: and a silverback gorilla i like urukai and silverback gorilla yeah it doesn't really give me wendigo vibes because wendigos are really lanky
0: and like these guys have long limbs but they're muscular he does have wendigo like face all right so i'm gonna i rolled initiative but i see him and i uh I, I just call back to everybody and I'm like, hold the line and I've got my shield and my long sword of pallid light just for let the record show. Okay. I rolled a seven. You roll a seven. I rolled a seventeen. Oh nice. Okay. All right, Talek. Okay, I'm gonna I'm just gonna turn to my guys and be like this is it, this is the moment. Let's take back your village. Let's get your women and children out of these tents and back into their homes. And I'm gonna hold and ready my action. I'm gonna brace my shield in front of me and ready the longsword of pallet light.
1: Uh, go ahead and make me a uh, a performance check.
0: Okay, see if I can inspire these guys. Yeah. I got a good performance skill. 15 Okay, I'm gonna say
1: that everybody gets all, like all the kobolds are gonna get advantage on their first round
0: Let's go On their attack Okay let them, and I'm, gonna, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna yell back to them and just say, let them come to us Okay
1: So the kobolds are next and they, they see them running in uh, out in their home and they're going to all release a volley of <laughs> rocks. A volley! One of them was a nat 1 and one was an 18 because of the advantage. Let's go. Let's okay. go. Hell yeah. So they release a volley and they take out uh, the Quogoth in the front just gets pelted by uh, by stones and just goes down. And then the rest of the Quilgoths are all running at you guys. Okay, so they get to about there. It is going to be Body Nox turn. You see about half a dozen have already made it up to the entry spot. And then there's more coming around. (laughs)
2: Can I climb up on one of these cliff walls or is that considered inaccessible? It, th- this
1: is a small cave passage. It's probably only like 15 feet tall as well. Okay. So those, those just, you know, I didn't want to close it in. Cause that's just obnoxious mm-hmm. to fight with. And tells by I, right.
2: I'm going to place myself in this little nook right here. Kind of like where I still have some line of sight. Mm-hmm. And... Oh,
1: actually, I was looking at something earlier today. I noticed something on your sheet. You can hide behind... Yeah,
2: it's like the one, yeah. Creatures. So, yeah. Like, you can just hide behind your friends. Okay, well, I have somebody in front of me, so let's consider that stealth then, I guess. So are we rolling with advantage due to being...
1: I guess we're not ganged up on them unless they're right next to us. Huh? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah but when when they get directly in front of me and Talek, we'll be rolling with advantage because we'll be there'll be so many one others. of those guys will step up,
0: yeah, so yeah. we're standing in the opening of we're standing in the end of the tunnel, and we're looking into the opening, and they're rushing, and we're packed into this fifteen foot tunnel, and they're rushing towards us into the mouth of this opening, right.
1: Yeah. We're trying to funnel them in to make it a, a more of a one on one fight.
2: Even the odds. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to knock an arrow and, and, and fucking loose it at the first, the the closest one running. Okay. twenty three. <laughs>
1: that was definitely good. Um, uh, what was the total damage? Oh, sorry, nineteen. Nineteen, and you're just shooting the one in front, I assume. Yep. Okay, so you, you let loose a zinger of an arrow, and it sticks in this thing. But, like I said, these guys are burly, and he keeps moving. Is that the end of your turn?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm going to end it there.
1: Or do you want to hide? Yeah, yeah, I'll hide. I'll use bonus action to hide. Just in amongst the the meat of bodies? yeah.
2: Oh my I roll God. a stealth. I, I love it.
1: that you don't just have a plus nine, but you always roll absurd numbers too.
0: I uh, know. 26.
1: 26. Alright, Shadow, what are you doing? It's your turn. Okay, so... First things first, um, Shadow casts Hunter's Mark on the one that Body and I just stuck an arrow at. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, Shadow currently has his Drekben bow, and so my question is, is this a beast or dragon? It is a humanoid. So, so it is not a beast. Not a beast. Okay. Alright, so I'm gonna let that first arrow fly. So he's got a Hunter's mark applied to that thing. That's gonna be a 19 to hit. I will hit. So, 11 da- damage. Okay. Is that plus four. So this guy's takes another arrow shoop, into his other shoulder and just, like, keeps lumbering forward. Just... And, the second, and then the second arrow is knocked and in drag, Ben. Oh, it's going to be a nine. Oh, that's not going to hit. That one just whizzes past his fur. And then it's the, uh, the kobold warrior's turn. They each have... A couple javelins on them so the slip slap will say (laughs) and they'll all do a volley of uh, with advantage those guys will do a volley oh no even with advantage oh oh they barely hit so let's see what they do oh yeah so they they miss the one in front but then, two spears go into the one behind him, and he takes um, quite a bit of damage. He takes sixteen damage. Hell yeah! And then, uh, and then it's the tinker's turn, and they chuck bombs over your head as they go flying forward. And, uh, Shadow's like, oh, shit! You hear this of these things go flying over. Oh, yeah. One of those is a good roll. They hit the, the one in front that you guys have been doing damage to. And just a big explosion of fire goes off on this guy. And it's enough to take him out and, uh, drop him down. Okay, so it is Fenton's turn, and he's going to say, he's going to tap Body Knock on the shoulder and be like, watch this, and he'll burrow down under the ground, and you'll actually uh, lose him for a second. he'll pop back up behind Talik and say remember hold here don't step forward right and he'll give you a little wink Barnaby is going to hold for the moment and then it is back up to you Talik
0: I would like to cast the chromatic orb spell and this orb based. About a basketball size shiny chrome orb appears in my hands as I lift my left hand up and I toss this orb at the one on the right who's been injured. And it's 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 flaming. I'm sorry. I should have mentioned that. Okay. Baby. Twenty four to hit. Okay, I'll hit. And it does 13 damage. Fire damage.
1: Heck yeah. Alright, that's to the one that got hit by the javelins? Yes. Alright. So he catches on... uh, Well, I guess he doesn't catch on fire, but big burst of flame off of him. And, uh... He'll keep running, though. These guys are tough boogers. And then it is the army of of kobolds turns so they'll take an attack they'll lob some stuff out there but they will do a tiny bit of damage to the the one of the same one that y'all have been attacking You'll see him get hit by a few rocks, but it doesn't slow him down much as they do five damage to him. Okay, but now it's time. The Quilgoths are coming in. So, 30 feet, this guy's going to get into you. He's going to get in a... Oh, reaction. Well, okay. Well, actually, about 10 feet from Talik, he goes to put his big arm down as he steps over a rock, and it just collapses underneath him. And he's about to fall in this hole, but he rolls an actual 20 on his dexterity check and hmm. leaps over it as the ground crumbles out. And there's a little five foot deep, um, five foot wide hole in the ground here.
0: Nice. Benton did that. Yeah. Cool.
1: Okay, so he jumps over that, and then... So as he leaps over, Seth, you can take your reaction attack to him. Okay, so reaction... 11 to hit. Ooh, 11 will not hit. Fail. Epic fail, man. The rest of these guys are, are running in. They're starting to narrow in on you guys and then
0: stay behind me
1: you guys see way off to the the south it looks like there's a batch of reinforcements and then just a random smattering of them coming out of the middle of the town just kind of oh forming to the middle of town yeah. <laughs> so I can see my, my GM mode where there's just
0: yeah, I Either
1: can see it. or creatures everywhere. I can see them too.
0: Stay behind me!
1: So this one is going to attack you. Sorry for the long delay on getting attacked. Ooh, that's a 16 to hit, but I think your AC is crazy these days. Yes. Okay, so he just glances off of your shield. And it is Body Knock's turn.
2: Let me see. So, my I have a bonus action of using an object. Is uh, uh, the flint and steel considered an object? Hmm. You use that in one turn. It sounds like it. I mean, you can read the description if you want to make a judgment. What? What? Do you just tell me what you want to do? I I was going to, you know, do my normal thing and pop an arrow into the one attacking uh, shadow. And then I was going to use my bonus action, use an object to uh, use the one charge in this flint and steel and blast a fire cone. Oh, flint and steel,
1: the crazy blunderbuss weapon. I thought you just had, like, a fire starting kit. No, 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 no. You want to use the absurd alchemical fire blast gun hell yeah um I believe we looked and decided that yeah it's a it's a use an object
2: okay cool uh so I'm gonna I'm gonna attack the one that's closest to attacking shadow with my regular shore bow first okay 25 Ooh.
1: all right that'll hit almost a nat 20 man.
2: So it's 5 on the regular damage. And... sneak attack. Fifteen twenty damage to that guy. So you take that one out. Cool. Alright, now I'm gonna... As I... As I launch that arrow, I kneel down and at my side have flint and steel and point it down the hall of yetis and I'm gonna... How uh it is i think 15 hold on 15? 15 foot cone of fire
1: okay so you're probably gonna need to scoot up a little bit yeah i'll do that uh, i'll scoot up so i won't damage him do yeah you'd have to get like right you'd have to That's get it. almost on top of that other quog to hit three okay
2: we'll do that back, right? but the, yeah yeah
1: because it's only going to take a little bit of your movement to get up there. So you could probably get right back to where you
2: were. Fuck yeah. Seventeen.
1: Um I think you actually it they have to roll a check to save, right?
2: Oh yeah, that's for the slashing damage. Yes, yeah, so all I'll do is fire fifteen foot cone of fire. They roll a DC thirteen save. DC thirteen save. I'm gonna roll it individually for each of
1: them. Alright, left first. Success. Middle. Damn.
2: Success. Last guy fail. All right. He's gonna take nine fire damage. Okay. Do the other guys take half damage or none? Yes, they take half damage. They take half. Okay.
1: All right. Hell yeah. So you step up and light these boys. All right. And then you gotta step back. Yep. All right. Shadow. Shadow is transferring Hunter's Mark to the that one on the top of that rock. The one that got the full brunt of the yeah. flame. And transferring Hunter's Mark to him. Rolling in to hit with the Drakeman not Nat 20. Let's Woo! fucking go. How to pull out another die. He's Jeez. injured. Hunter's Mark. Okay, so that's going to be... You got enough dice over there? You can borrow some dice? Stack. Yeah, I need two more D8s and another D6. I got enough D6s. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright.
2: Oh,
1: shit. Oh, shit. Holy fucking shit. This is gonna be plus four, four to this. Okay. 30 damage. 30 damage! Okay. So... That guy just gets right in the chest and he slumps down, but he's still looking at you as blood drips out of his chest. <laughs> Damn. So we're gonna roll the dragon bow has another arrow knocked, and it's getting yeeted. And that's gonna be a ten. Ten total? Yeah. Ah. Uh, so that's a miss. So that one as as he hunches down, you fire him so fast that he hunches after the first one, the second one just shoot right over the top of him. Schlipschlap will step up next to Talik on the left, and one of the other guys will step up on the right. Great clubs in hand, and they'll get supported from right behind. Um, are actually going to run all the way up and attack this closest one. Ooh! Yeah, he does good damage, so he walks up and just... Wax this guy in the face, uh, and whops his head to the side, and shouts a curse in Draconic. And you're just like, "Oh, I know that curse. That's a good one." Basically, means you you inferior being, but it's that's like a great insult in Draconic.
0: I'm just like, "Ooh!"
1: <laughs> you see another wave. Of bombs fly over your head. Oh, yeah. All right. So, let's see. So, one of the bombs hits the the guy in the back, actually. It kind of, like, slips past the uh, other guys. Flashes in with some fire. Oh! Max damage on the fire. So, he's going to take, take some burn. And then it is going to be... Fenton's turn, and he's going to step up next to you, and he's going to say, he's going to, like, whisper something in Barnaby's ear, and Barnaby is going to disappear into the wall next to you, not disappear, but burrow into the wall next to you, and then he's going to pop out up next to these other guys, and he is going to start his his face is going to spark energy off of it and then he's going to just burst out of his cheeks a 10 foot radius of electric energy blast out all around him and hit a couple of these guys with a electric shock Oh, man, really good roll of the lightning damage. 20 two on 2d12. So, actually, the the one that was lit up by Shadow's arrow goes down. And uh, the other guy takes a big zap, but he's still up. Man, 20's the best for doing math. And then Barnaby's going to... Burrow back into his little cave, but he only has enough movement to, to get back into the little hole there. And then it's Talik's And you can hear, when when Barnaby zaps him, he, you can hear Fenton just be like, Yeah, Barnaby! Get him!
0: I'm going to run up on this guy in the front that our cobalt buddy hit. I'm going to smack him with the um, long sword of pallet light. I got a 12 to hit, but I'm going to use a superiority die to use a precision strike. Precision attack, so I can expend one superiority die, which is a D8, to add to the hit. Uh, What's your total? What's the D8? Ooh, it was a seven. All right, so nineteen. Ooh, that'll definitely hit. Ooh, good roll. Twelve damage. Okay, so you you sink your uh,
1: thing into this guy, and uh, as it connects, you just feel the most satisfying. Like you just took like a massive dump that's just been locked up for Uh, days. But the the feeling is coming from your hands, right as this thing connects. And it's almost as if the pallid light just lets out a long sigh. Can you roll me a, um... a D8?
0: Yep. Definitely. Six. Okay. So as you
1: connect into him and slash through, you cut a a deep gash in his chest and he ah, lashes to the side and then he looks at you and he starts to yell. But you can see the wound just quickly decay away like right before your eyes as if it's gone through two weeks of, you know, being untreated, and the guy grips at his chest and then just collapses to the ground dead.
0: <laughs> hey, boys. Okay. This longsword of pallid light finally uh, coming in handy, eh? Oh yeah.
1: The cobalt's let out a volley. There, the. At this point, they're getting kind of nervous and and stumbling around a little bit, and they just sling rocks everywhere. You just hear <laughs> <laughs> but like you don't hear a single satisfying hit marker thud of uh of contact with them. <laughs> so three of them make it up to you, but uh, one of them's going to engage slip slap over here. And the other two are going to engage you. First attack on slip slap, that's a miss uh that's definitely it's five on the die and a four on the die so these guys just claw at you and you just easily step to the side block the other one out of the way hell yeah Tyler. it's body knock it'll be your turn while i move the rest of these guys
2: so how many we got like in within range right here is it one two three still alive a lot. Five. Yeah, because I, I haven't moved all of them. I'm, I'm moving
1: more right now. So, like, more are coming into the hallway right now. There's,
0: there's oh a lot. Oh, my God. How many are there right now, Sam? Uh, I'll, I'll count them in just a second. I'm still moving them all. Holy fuck. And they're strong. They have, like, 40 HP,
2: it looks like. hmm uh, can I do a stealth roll, actually, and do the hide? Actually, behind...
1: You're not gonna believe this,
2: but an eleven is actually enough. They're passive percentage. Really? Oh wow. I was like, wow. well I didn't get it. Uh okay, so I'm gonna take a shot at The Choices, the choices. I guess this dude that's like right here on the right. Alright, uh, twenty one.
1: That'll hit. So, to your count, Taylor, you see 11 of them closing in close, and then off in the distance, you can see another six.
0: Jesus.
2: It's a war, baby! It is a war. Twenty, 23 damage on dogs. that feller. 23, the guy up top? No, the guy, to Taylor, or to right. This yeah, area? He, yep, the guy, yep. yep. Dang. All right. And then I'll use my bonus action to hide.
0: To be continued on the next episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies, find out what happens to our party next week.